Um, and we'll just jump straight in. Um, obviously, everyone, welcome back. Sports Talks podcast, the rebirth, the open invite forum for good conversations. Uh, if you want to watch these episodes live on Facebook, ask questions and actually get involved in these calls as they're happening then there's a link in the uh, bio of all the podcasts of the of the facebook group to join um so enjoy that but yeah today with josh fletcher um very experienced coach 15 years uh, now out in sunny france all sorts going on here um and a bit of a chat today about coach periodization which is going to be really interesting. That's why I'm brave with the forms, but I like the forms. You hear me right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, just about. No, no, not just about. Very good, actually. Sorry. Yeah, so that you just messaged me saying you've been brave with these forms. It's like, yeah. yeah, but they're good. They're good. They're good. People have been art like, I put on one of the form questions, don't I? Is there a question you want to ask me? And like, I know the people that don't, they, they leave that blank. No, they only want to talk about themselves. Yeah, I asked you a good question. I wanted yeah. to know. You do. Skincare. No, I didn't ask you about skincare. <laughs> you asked me why I was so handsome. <laughs> yeah. Skincare. <laughs> and, That's and your you, all oh, right, that's the response. Right, okay. Well, I think if anyone's actually seeing the video, then I could do with some of that based on uh, it's, it's, it's hot as hell here. I'm about 35 indoors. And in order to get, you're going to start seeing me sweating. I should have bought a sweat towel for this because uh, in order to get half decent sound quality, I've shut all the doors and windows as well. So, oh, God. I'm going to be melting in the, uh, in the, in the middle of this. <laughs> that's brilliant that is brilliant um so yeah coach periodization let's go man i, I want to keep these calls quite snappy but like yeah what do you think what are your thoughts open it up obviously tell me a little bit about your or everyone about your story but i hate those fucking four minute introductions about your fucking cat you know what i mean so, yeah, I'm not going to ramble about any of that. I've I've done a few other podcasts which have um, gone into that in a lot of detail, and I really love the idea of just short, sharp. If you want to check it out, go and listen to one of those, so we can jump into something that might be a little bit um, different for some people. Mm. Um, but right now, I'm working with Formula Two racing driver yeah. Hinter. Before that, I was with Exos, working for Romanian Special Forces. Before that, I was working in India um with crazy project which i went will take me five minutes to explain that on its own prior to that pro rugby yeah. pro rugby in the uk prior to that eis olympic sport as a multi-sport coach and a little bit of gb taekwondo uh, prior to that fitness manager personal trainer fitness instructor got into um the actual kind of coaching things mid mid 20s um yeah and here we are like well 30 plus a little bit of tax and get away with that. No, I'm, not. I'm 36. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the, the journey. Um, but that's the pinpoints, I suppose, the points in the yeah. map. Uh, the whole journey, like I said, has been weird, wonderful, wacky. Um, and it kind of loops in really to where I am now. Um, mm. 
which is what I worry, I thought would be good for us to talk about, which is uh, career periodization. Yeah. Um, and it all comes about because pretty much everything I've ever done in my career, I've been a lone ranger. So I've had to figure mm. things out along the way and um, making a hell of a lot of mistakes. What I've really picked up on is that I, I realized really early on that I was actually periodizing my career by setting out just time points and goals throughout and, 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 and putting together a plan and a structure to try and meet those. Um, I was doing it. I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't know what that uh, I hadn't structured it in the way that I do now. So the, mm-hmm. the, the career periodization essentially is, I mean, we're all lucky. Anybody who's listened to this is lucky that we understand the word career and we understand the word periodization. So if you essentially combine those two very common words, then it's intuitive that you probably know what it is. But essentially, it's breaking down the major core competencies of your industry or or your field uh, into manageable chunks. And Mm -hmm. because you can do you can do anything, but you just can't do everything. So it's very common that, you know, the coaches, especially the, the young coaches will will try to attack every single angle they'll they'll work on their communication skills they'll work on their networking they'll work on each individual physical quality that they need to get better at and understanding and programming and uh, conditioning and change of direction and, and if you're anything like what I was then you end up doing a half-assed job of everything um, and and eventually everything will move up but it just goes at this really slow sluggish rate so mm. I, I've I just thought, why, why, can't, why do we put so much time and attention into structuring our athletes' uh, career plans? And we do this in the things like Olympic athletes, quadrennial cycles, annual yeah. cycles, annual plans. Why do we do this for our athletes, but we don't do it for ourselves? Yeah. And it's if you break it down and you use the basic principles of periodization, regardless of what style or, or whose whose theories you like, it's all pretty straightforward stuff. It's just trying to do the right thing at the right time to get the right outcome. And essentially the right outcomes that we're looking for is really for you to either land in the yes pile, which is get that interview or get that job that you really want, Mm -hmm. or it is to progress and move through your career so that you can end up with a job that you're uh, fulfilled and satisfied with. And that includes your bank manager, your bank balance. So, um, I mean, that's, that's just a kind of real whistle-stop tour as to what it actually is. Um, there's a lot more detail in terms of breaking down the core competencies of the industry and mm. how you would then go about achieving that. And there are some support documents, which I'll fire over to you. You can add into the notes for anyone who's interested. Mm. But um, I, I've done this process with quite a few different people now and um, with this business that I have called Career Blueprint. Yeah. And what people are finding is that it's giving them structure and direction where they didn't have it before. And it also helps to kind of appease the mind a little bit by saying, okay, well, I know I need to work on my Olympic lifting. I know I need to, my Olympic lifting coaching. I know I need to work on my change of direction. I know I need to work on my, um, I don't know, anatomical knowledge, for example. Mm. And then you structure in and you plot in where you're going to do each thing. The focus area for this block of time is here for that block of time is, is there for that quality or that skill is there and you start to look at things in a slightly different way um you you focus in you zoom in you cover off exactly what you want to with some specific measurables and and what i've done is i've taken this from a five-year kind of block uh 30 30, foot view all the way down to daily actions and tasks 
and methods that you can hold yourself accountable to. So, yeah, that's um, kind of a brief overview as to what it is. Yeah, it's nice. I think it's, uh, and I think, you know, as the industry is very young, it's very young. It's, you know, I did um, uh, this year, obviously, it was the first year I had a whole year of group mentoring. So, and, you know, nearly 30 coaches come through the program and I did a year reflection and, and you, and a big part of that for me was, you know, obviously we're still, we're still really growing as an industry itself. And what you have with the, with coaches is there's an immense amount of passion. There's an immense amount of need for approval there's an there's an immense amount of love and and also there's a, a, an immense amount of care and where the industry is so young and there's not this kind of the quality control now I'm not talking about big brother but because it is kind of just like you know accelerating so fast and you've got a couple of national national governing bodies but at the moment they're all just trying to figure out what's the best way to impart information let alone quality of coaching quality of lifestyle quality of of career path um and this is why you know guys like yourself 15 years coaching coming through going well actually if if we can do this 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 and have an epiphany moment along the way then it's a responsibility to be able to push that information back and provide that different lens and that angle where otherwise you're in a master's program and they're trying to get your research published because it's, it fulfills the desire and need of the institution as opposed to meeting the needs and desires, values and beliefs of the individual doing it. Yeah, it's um, interesting point there's a lot of things to pick out of what you just said there um and this is something that i've been thinking about for some time and again this is where this kind of career blueprint comes from as we get a little bit older we understand who we are and also who we're not so i know what skills i do have i know what skills i do not have and i also know what i do want to do and what i don't want to do and now i'm attaching my my work and my effort to the things that i do want to do Um, yeah it's taken me a very long time to, to get there and it's also I've very recently stopped doing something that I just wasn't enjoying mm. um, but we think about things differently depending on where we are in our career so in order to kind of put this across in maybe a way that people can visualize uh, imagine like both ends of a spectrum and this is our career one end we've got the people who are just trying to break into the mar- into the into the marketplace let's call those the breakers so a breaker is typically somebody who's maybe around the ages of uh, 21 to 23, 24, 25, somewhere around there, depending on when you're trying to get in. It's yeah. a person who's looking for their first opportunity. It's a person who is quite willing to move around for that opportunity, probably work very long hours, probably yeah. get paid absolute peanuts in order to do it. And more than happy to maybe not get, not more than happy, but will often tolerate a lot of grief. And yeah. um, they... They will put the, the job and the career before near enough anything. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that kind of very early phase, getting that kind of first step on the ladder. And the next phase is a group called the survivors. So survivors are the ones who are literally just trying to make it, just trying to climb the ladder and go up to the next job, the next one to two thousand pound pay rise. Wait the for the guy to get fired. All this sort of thing. It's the guys that are really trying to climb the ladder. Again, yeah. they're probably working for not so much. They're probably mm-hmm. starting to think about other forms of income because they're not earning a great deal. They're mm-hmm. probably still willing to uh, earn. Sorry, they're probably still willing to put hours in that they shouldn't be, as in, you know, long working hours, uh, antisocial hours. They're still probably prioritizing the industry over their lives. Um, yeah. They might be towards the back end of this starting to think about family. Then this is all a scale. So it's not you are one or yeah. the other. You, you move through the scale. Yeah. And then the next stage is the thrivers, the thrivers slash redefiners. So the thrivers are the ones who are uh, maybe 10 years, around 10 years experience, normally sort of 27, 28 plus. And mm. you can stay in the stage for as long as you choose to. Mm. Um, and these guys, are, these guys are now starting to get aware or frustrated by some of the intricacies of the industry, the lack of job security, the poor wages, the competition, level, level of competition, the things you need to do in order to really jump up to that next level. And the interesting thing about... Um, about these guys is these guys are doing the employing of the breakers. Yeah. But there's a, there's a stark difference between the breakers and the thrivers slash redefiners. They don't know each other. They don't mm. know. They have totally different lenses of the world. Mm. So, so the guys who are doing their job don't understand the people who are doing the employing, the people that they're employing uh, are not understanding what, where these guys are coming from. So yeah. the job, in my opinion, is a, as a mentor or part of the role of a mentor or someone who's going to help you to map out your career pathway is to have one eye on three, five, 10 years down the line for you yeah. because you yeah. don't have the skills to be able to do yeah. that. So yeah. they should be able to arm you with the knowledge and skills or somebody who, who uh, the, the way in which an employer thinks. Okay. The, the final section is the redefiners and the redefiners is someone who's just gone right enough's enough. I want to do my own thing. I want to be self like I, I want to go on my own pathway and take control of my own time my own income my own happiness my own wealth health wealth and happiness and yeah. these people are just saying right enough's enough i love the industry but it's not enough on my terms anymore more than likely got families more than likely uh, a little bit a little bit older uh, and anyone mm-hmm. who discovers this was in their 30s is massively ahead of the game so I kind of created those categories. Look, I haven't created anything. I just put a label on them for the sole purpose of helping people to understand that there are different lenses of the world and you need to start understanding other people's in order to move forward. Guess who it is who's creating courses, products, materials for the different sections of the market? It's mm. not the breakers creating for the thrivers and redefiners. It's the redefiners creating for the breakers. Yet yeah. they don't have a bloody clue who they are. These guys are 10, 15 years apart and they, mm. their ability to communicate with each other is like boing, two magnets just repelling. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I get that big time. I have that in a lot of conversations. Like people, what course should I do? What course should I do? Well, to be honest, none. Go hire a therapist. That'd be the best best bet for your cash. <laughs> like, yeah, because that's I mean, the hamster wheel that we create, isn't it? I completely agree with you. It, you know, it, it's it's you know how do 
a course to let a, a coach become better at applying information is redundant because you say there's the gap is still there the the connecting piece is still missing we need to that is your the breakers we need to make them wiser yeah i mean we're we're talking about fast forwarding somebody and giving them five ten years of experience and ten years five ten years worth of mistakes in a short space of time Mm. life is too short to like not learn from other people's mistakes yeah I, I, again, another reason I created this career blueprint is because I made so many that I don't want people to go through the same amount of pain and like torture that comes, self-torture that comes with these mistakes because people really don't need to, but Mm. are they ready to listen? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's a huge part of it. And I, and I, we've had some conversations off, off air and everything about this sort of stuff. And it's, it's so powerful. Like the, if you, and that's what's been so amazing for me with regards to the group program and, and the personal development side of, of the, the mentoring um, that I do, very similar to the stuff that you do. We're not as, it's the same, but different it, 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 with the, some respect. And you just listen to these coaches and they're, they're very much, I mean, I've got a guy who's in his 30s and a guy who's 21. So we've got, but they're all at a very similar point in their career. They're still at a very similar timestamp. And you listen to them and figure out what they need. And, and it's not more information. They don't need any information. Like S&C is fucking simple. It's really, really simple. And what they need to be able to do is, is like what 10, 15 years of experience will give you is to be able to not sweat the small stuff, not not fight with all the people around you because your your need for approval is there. Do you know what I mean? And and have an have an understanding of where your end state or where you want to be, whilst realizing that acting a certain way and, and enjoying your present state is going to allow you to to actually get there. What's the um? What's McConaughey saying? Is in his uh, Green Lights book. Like there's, there's no now. There's no now. Any presence is pretty. It's like great book. And, yeah. and also, um, what I listen, I listened to that book. So did I. Fucking oh, epic. Great. His, his accent and the intonation and everything and some of the things you, I was listening. I was like, geez, this guy's wacky. But then, yeah, the way he brought it to life. Oh, brilliant! Loved it. So it makes perfect sense. Highly, highly recommend it. But with, with regards to what, what you're saying then, uh, again, I always try to, there's simplifiers and complicators, right? There's someone who will yeah. make something simple, really, really complicated. And you're just like, yeah. what are you talking about? And there's someone yeah. who will make something, something and, and the, the guy's like, I'm a simplifier. I will simplify everything to the, to the dumbest possible level. Mm. Maybe because, it is, I'm, because I'm a bit of a dummy, but I, I will try to break it down. And it's the same with coaching or periodization of an athlete's program. At the beginning, I was throwing everything in the mix. Yeah. And you just chuck everything. Oh, God, where do I put his calf conditioning? Where do I put his uh, yeah. rotational trunk? Where do I put this and this and this? And you've got this program there that's just like two hours long and absolutely all over the place. And then you yeah. get you get a few years down the line, you think, what, what on earth is that all about? And you yeah. read the program, you say, I see what he's trying to do, but he's trying to just chuck everything in. And now it's just about getting 
a couple things in, which really doesn't matter what they are, as long as you've got a movement and you coach it well, you train it well, you, you overload it, et cetera, et cetera. It really doesn't matter. Mm. Um, then you just execute it well. But why yeah. is it, it's no different with your career. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's no different. Just choose the things that you want to focus on, yeah. do them well. Then whilst you're on the pathway to, to, to mastering those sections, you'll soon figure out where it is you need to go from there and you'll add those skills on. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. A lot of those skills, a lot of those skills are things that people think they know how to do, but they, they, they often don't. And that mm. is things like communication. That is things like self-awareness. That is things like networking and yeah. building skills outside of, I guess people call them the softer skills, but it's not just about the softer skills. It's about, how are you going to get your masters? How are you going to get your UKCA if you feel that that's important? Your other uh, industry-specific qualifications or accreditations. How are you going to structure all of those to maximize and optimize your time so that you can land in the yes pile? And, yeah. and that's where that's what career periodization is, and that's what I guess I do now. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool, man. I like I I, I love this sort of stuff where. I wrote, um, I put up on my Instagram today about like a, the, the fixer girlfriend trying to fix the boyfriend. It's like their SNC head coach relationship. Just makes me laugh. Like I don't put memes to like, oh, you know my ethos. So don't try and fuck anyone off. I just think things are a little bit funny. Um, like I've got this comedic twist in my brain that, need, that sometimes it's a coping mechanism. Like you have to see things quite slapstick. Um, and there, there's a, a, a section in it, this Igor Svansky, I can't remember his name properly, um, talked about how like the more constrained you are in something, then it allows you to be more creative and, and, and more adaptable. Um, and, and that's like, for me, like when we talk about, multi, we can look at things at multiple different lenses and, and we know that, you know, people will fight and they will argue the toss over the, the smallest things. It's like, we'll just get creative, have a better way of looking at things, change the way you look at things. So it starts serving you. It's like, well, the head coach is, is massively into X. It's like, okay, well, how do I create Y off of his X? It's like the referee is, is never going to change the decision. Like the other analogy, like, and, and when we're in that environment, when you're in those points of your career, I know why I've done it. I'm like, he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. Well, he actually does, but he only knows what he's talking about from his lens. And, and I don't even prescribe to the idea of like, where you make them think it's their own decision or create that education. Because when you're in those environments, you're never in the fucking job long enough. Yeah, yeah, there's... There's two things that I simplify exactly what you just said as. The first one would be, um, what, what was I going to say? I've completely lost my train of thought now. <laughs> to is break it down. Like, you know, that's it. That's it. So everyone has their own agenda in an organisation. Yeah. The faster you understand what each person's agenda is, the easier. Is gonna your life is gonna be so understand the agenda of the player all the way up to the, the person paying the bills, and the second thing is, is a, a book I don't know who it was who wrote it, um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And 
Well, I read the book and it's quite repetitive. There's a lot of swearing in it. And um, the basic premise is that you only have a certain amount of fucks to give. Like why waste your energy on everything? Just if you really care about something, you're really passionate about it, you want to go to war on it, then go to war on it. But you can't go to war on everything because Mm -hmm. the the fight that you have, you just diminish it. So choose choose your... change that to choose your battles but for yeah. me it's why are you giving a fuck about this like, yeah. why are you investing time and energy in that on the scale of, on the grand scheme of things is this important it's mm. no, not important at all whereas something else that is really important you're not fighting anywhere near as much yeah yeah so it reminds me of a really good story actually so when i first was uh at at wasps when i came up into the senior staff there i remember oh like bright lights like I'm at, i've got the fucking ticket i'm at the big show do you know what i mean and they were looking at like and i really enjoyed the guys there that i was working with and um but they were looking at like consecutive games played by players and all those sorts of things and there was a person in point that had played like 14 games on the bounce and it's like and I, I'd still, you know, played semi-pro, so I had my foot on the on the whitewash. Do you know what I mean? Like I was going through a season, at in my own mind, like I'm still a player. And like, the long story short, he went to the office and basically got told to go fuck himself. Like he's not, you're not giving him a week off. He's one of our best players. And I was like, in my head, I was like, that's so fucking obvious. Of course, he's not getting a week off. Mm. Who gets a week off? Yeah. There's no easy. There's never. There's no easy games anymore. At whatever level. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that's that. You know what? You what did you choose to go to war on? You know. Yeah, he's he's played fourteen games in a row. Okay, so what can we change about his week? Well, yeah. we're we're not going to reduce his trading minutes. We what 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 can we do? We can up his recovery reduce his physical uh, gym loading, you know, get him a foot massage, take care of his feet, <laughs> you know, and then and then everyone's happy. It's a conversation that doesn't need to be had because the head coach just thinks you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like, why, why fight that? Like, what's the point? I mean, you actually go to, you end up shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Um, you're much better off just building a better rapport with the player and, yeah. and saying... Do you know what? This didn't like. There's no point going to the gaffer about this because it's not going to go well. So, yeah. I, I always, um, I always laugh about a film. I think it's called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It's got yeah. Johnny Depp in it. Yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. Great there's film. One, there's one Brad line Pitt as well. Is he in that? Oh, okay. Oh, no, he's not. Salma Hayek. That's the Mexican Brad Pitt's a drug dealer in the Mexican. Right. Yeah, okay, I'll check that one out. Yeah, but he, um, there's a line in the film which stuck with me. It stuck with me forever, and I use, I still use it to this day. Um, when he's just had his eyes like pulled out, I think with a spoon or maybe shot yeah. or something, his eyes are gone, and he's got a Mexican man who's supposed to be his fixer and fixing things out, and he tells him to do something, and then the Mexican man was like, well, I, I can't do that, or I won't do that, or I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And he says, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? <laughs> The, the whole point is that like he want he wants him to go and do it and i just say this to people sometimes just to lighten the mood but be a, be a mexican 
like find out yeah. what you can do don't tell me what you can't do i'm not interested yeah. in that i'm interested yeah. in what what we can do to try to fix this because the, we you know in club environments i was at i was at rotherham and yeah if we wanted to talk about what you can't do then we'd be there all day yeah but let's talk about what we can do because we know that we've got you know a training pitch with two foot holes in it at, you know, all over the place. Yeah. It depends whether the moles or the badgers have been there overnight. We know that, they, you know, you've got to do a needle sweep before you start. Yeah. We know all of those things, but why are we talking, why are we wasting our energy talking about that? Yeah. Let's just talk about the things that we can do. So, yeah. 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 No, it's good, man. Awesome. I love it. Um, what we'll do is I'm trying to, yeah, I'm keeping these quite short. And when I open the link up, I've got about 30 appointments. So I've literally got another one in about 15 minutes. Okay. So, um, but I love this. And I think we've probably got maybe three or four of these in the pipeline over the next couple of months. I think we come back and actually start looking at maybe your process a bit more. I think a lot of like um, how we can, you know, let's look at these breakers. Let's look at these survivors and stuff in a little bit more detail and, and, and play around with these conversations. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be putting um, a few things out there on social media just because I, I want to define them a little bit more and I yeah. have built a few videos and things. I know it's a whistle stop tour this one, but there is a little bit of a, how can you periodize your career based on each particular um, stage you're in? It's very yeah. different for somebody who's a thriver or a redefiner to someone who's a breaker, the, the way in yeah. which you do it um, or the way in which I do do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to chat and uh, encourage people to keep an eye on my social media. So you're, uh socials uh what are they tell everyone what instagram is uh career blueprint um yep. and i also use jf underscore performance yep. they're quite closely linked and then uh twitter is at coach blueprint one but i'm pretty new on that i'm just on my way really like fumbling in the dark so yeah yeah happy days cool man uh and i, I think you said you got some free sheets and stuff for everyone if they go to those links they'll be able to download them and everything yeah, I'll send I'll send them over to you, and I'll send the link yeah. uh, over to you. Um, yeah, that is a five-year periodized uh, career periodization plan, and a with an example sheet and a uh, one-year planner as well with an example sheet. I'd recommend printing those out in A3, and then you can just scribble away on those. So awesome! Absolutely love it. I appreciate that, Josh. Thank you cool. very much. Flown by. <laughs>